Good morning, my brothers. Your boy Garrett J. White, the Master Coach Mentor. And welcome to Warrior on Fire Daily Fuel Edition. Today's topic is this your new normal. Sit back and relax and welcome to today's Daily Fuel. Hi, my name is Bailey White. My dad is Garrett J. White, the Master Coach Mentor. 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 <laughs> You're listening to Warrior on Fire. On Fire. <laughs> okay, so what is normal? What is normal? Right? This is, a, this is a conversation that all of us go through. Normal. Well, it's normal for me. It's normal for me. Right? I mean, years ago, I remember the idea of running far was an insane proposition. Far for me was about a mile, mile and a half. This was long distance. I remember being on track and field in high school. And literally, that was if you ran the 800 meter or longer, you were on the long distance team. Okay, you ran on the, the long distance team. If you were anything less than the 400 meter, 400 meter was still questionable. That was still pretty long distance. Anything less than that, you were a sprinter, not a long distance runner. And this meant that you had a different experience when it came to your track training. Right? Well, that long distance, I remember we had, every year for football, we had a run called the cadet run. Because our high school's mascot was the cadets. And we would, we would have to run a mile and a half test as a cadet run and turn it in. And I would win this run every single year. Now to me, it felt like it was super, super long, right? But it was a mile and a half. Not, let's see, I would have been 16, 15, 16, 17. So by the time I'm 30, let's see, by the time I am 34, I am running every morning 20 to 30 miles in preparation for a 188 mile foot race through the night, two nights, 48 hours, no sleep, and running by myself, solo. This isn't a team race, this isn't one of those paint your van and go run with 11 of your favorite friends races. I was running that race by myself, literally on a relay course, running the Ragnar or the running the Red Rock Relay in southern Utah by myself. Started the race out. Leg number one, Garrett. Leg number two, Garrett. Leg number three, Garrett. Four, Garrett. Five, Garrett. Six, Garrett. Seven, Garrett. Eight, Garrett. Nine, Garrett. Ten, Garrett. Eleven, Garrett. Twelve, Garrett. Oh, it's time to rotate back to number one. Guess what? Still Garrett. I would pass runners through the night who had seen me earlier in the day. And they're like, dude, they would run up and they would think they were competing with me in these relay races. And they would be running really, really hard. And they'd come up to the van, having finished their three and a half mile segment, feeling like they had just run a marathon. And then hand off the little sticky bracelet you have to give to your next partner in order to transition on that relay run. And then they would see me keep running. And they're like, what the hell are you doing? I was like, oh, I'm running this by myself. What do you mean you're running this by yourself? I was like, literally what I just told you. I said, I'm running this entire race by myself. No, like really, like you're running this whole race, like all the miles by yourself. I'm like, yeah, all all the miles by myself. That's 188 miles. I know. I've trained for this. Now it got normal for me, got completely normal for me to run and wake up and tell my wife, hey, listen, no big deal. I'm just going to go for a quick run this afternoon. Uh, we'd be like, we, I'd look down the clock, we'd have like two hours before we were going to dinner. And um, I'd be like, hey, I'm going to go run. And she's like, okay, cool. And I would take off and I'd go run 10 to 12 miles. And then come back in, stretch out, go to dinner, no big deal. We'd go to bed, I'd wake up the next morning, run 10 to 15 miles. Go to work in that middle morning during lunchtime, go run another 7, 8 miles. 
work the rest of the afternoon, come home, run seven, eight, nine miles. Like literally, literally this is my routine. I was down to 172 pounds. Uh, which right now my current body weight at the time I'm recording this is around 205, 208, which is about the weight that uh, I play football at, right? Right in this weight, sometimes a little bit higher, up as high as 220, 225, uh, and down as low as 195. So I was skinny as hell, and I could run like fucking the days. I mean, I just could outrun everybody I knew. Like, I didn't run, I didn't run super fast. I had trained my body how to run between a 10 to 12-minute mile forever, like just fucking all night. There were nights where my wife would put the kids to bed with me, and then I'd put her to bed, <laughs> meaning say goodnight. I would put my running shoes on and my headlamp, and I would run all night long. Start running at 10 o'clock and run till 6. I remember falling asleep. I was trying to train myself to learn how to run through the night without, uh, without sleep and how to operate the next day. And so I'd be running. It's like 6 o'clock in the morning. The sun's coming up, and people are just starting to move around. And I'm like falling asleep, literally, while I'm standing up. Like I learned how to actually close my eyes and still be running and get a little bit of rest. It was craziness. Now, all of this was inspired by a guy by the name of Dean Carnassi who had written a book called The Ultra Marathon Man. Read this book, changed my fucking reality. Now, I had done marathons and Ironmans before that. Before that, dude, the longest runs I had done were the cadet run. Maybe a three-mile run. Like, my normal around running completely changed. Now, what's the point of all this? Am I trying to tell you this so I, I can brag about how far I run? No, hell, I couldn't do that right now. After three Achilles tendon tears, there's no way. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, my, my leg wouldn't survive running that kind of beatdown. It's part of the reasons why I got injured. When I transitioned over to cross, then I started lifting again. My muscles had just been so beat up. My tendons from so much pounding on the road for so many years. But uh, one of the things about reading this book is it changed my reality. Inside that book, I'm reading about this guy, Dean Carnassi, who decided to just wake up one day, hated his life, and he started running. He'd never run far at all, and he ran 31 miles his first night. Ran through the night. And this guy became the guy who set the new normal in my mind, too. He was the one I'd read about who ran relay races, 12-person relay races, long distance, and he ran them by himself. So it, I used him as a point of reference for what was possible. There was what I said was possible inside my mind, and then there was what he was saying was possible based upon what I was reading. And so what our normal becomes is our current comfort zone. It's not a good thing, it's not a bad thing, it's just reality. Here's where you're currently comfortable. Your current normal is delivering your results the way you see them. My normal had been a long run was three miles. Then my new normal became, if I don't go run for three hours, I didn't actually go for a run. Now how was this possible? How was it possible with a guy who felt like I was going on a death march to run a mile and a half, became the guy who could run 150 plus miles? Slowly, day over day, I started changing what was normal for me. But more than that, I allowed myself to be influenced by people who had obtained something greater than I had. See, the purpose of our life is expansion. This is my experience of it. Whatever, the, whatever you consider the purpose of life to be for you, that's fantastic. The purpose of my life, the way I see it, is expansion. It's to become more tomorrow than I am today. And the only way that's possible is for me to constantly be up-leveling what I consider to be normal. Whatever is normal for me today must become greater tomorrow. Whatever is normal for me today 
will end up becoming the way I used to play. And there is someone giving me a point of reference of what would be normal out in front. I managed to see people, I'm, I'm making the show right here in Oahu, at a place in Oahu, Colina, in, in Hawaii. And <clears throat> we're on vacation, and I remember there was no possible way back in the day when I would think through my ability to go on vacation. Like, it didn't exist the way this operates. Five-star experiences, black car shuttles, like, all, just everything, the way that I live it now. When I was growing up as a kid, there was no possible way. Normal for me was a really epic camping trip with tinfoil dinners. Like, that was just fucking ridiculous. My kids, they can't, my kids think this is like vintage now. They think it's normal to be picked up and run around the island and, did, like, get on first-class planes or first-class and fly across the country, fly across the globe. The they think this is normal. This is their normal. Right? Some people look at their relationships and they say, well, this is normal. This is how we are. And have you considered that outside of all of what you consider to be normal is a group of people or an individual who's giving you an opportunity to see something bigger, better, brighter, and more possible than what you're currently seeing. But you're going to have to be willing to let go of what you consider to be normal and reach for what you consider to be abnormal right now, which is the new normal for somebody else. Sitting in the ocean right now and looking at the ocean right now as I'm watching these waves crash, this is normal for me now. I live by the ocean, Orange County, California. I live right by the beach. Like, this is normal for me. Some people that come and they're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I was like, it is amazing. And I love it every single day. I was like, and your vacation is my reality day to day. And again, there are going to be people who are going to be pissed off because I'm saying they're like, oh, this guy's a dick. All he cares about is money. It's like, listen, the only people who say, oh, it's all about money, or this guy, he's always talking about money, are people who typically don't have any. I don't sit and talk about money. I talk about abundance. I talk about prosperity. I talk about the reality that you and I can have it all. That's a new normal conversation. That's an unwillingness to settle for the mediocrity and the bullshit and the way that we have been taught to live our lives as one-dimensional men. No, we have a four-dimensional calling of having it all across body, being, balance, and business. And there was a time when I looked at that just like I looked at 150-mile races. Just like I looked at running 10 miles like you out of your fucking mind. There is no way. I cannot run 10 miles. I cannot do this. My first marathon, I thought I was literally going to die. I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm going to fucking not make this. Even though there was evidence all around me that people don't die doing marathons, I still had a story that that was my reality. So my summary for you today, my question for you in this Daily Fuel is the following. Where in your life today... Do you know you know your new normal needs to improve? It's not good enough. It needs to level up. And here's the challenge. Go find somebody who can become the new point of reference for the new normal inside your life. Model them, mimic their experience, and follow their reality. Their point of reference is going to create new possibility for you. So you're going to identify where your new normal is no longer okay, where your current normal is not okay, and you need a new normal. Is it in body? Is it in being? Is it in balance? Is it in business? And then your, your, your challenge is to go find that point of reference. Who is that person that's going to be your push inside of that area? All right, my friends, that's all I got for you today. Here's a couple of reminders. If you're not currently subscribed to iTunes too, or you're on fire, get on over and get yourself subscribed to iTunes or Google Play today. Also, if you're not getting the action guides on demand, the palm of your hand with all the key tips, tricks, questions, challenge, and quote of the day for each one of these daily fuel, head on over to warrioronfire.com, put your email address in and click submit 
today. Also, one big reminder, you do have a responsibility here at the consumption of these daily fuel. If you are not currently sharing these shows up, you do have a responsibility to do so. Why? Because I don't charge you for this shit, which means you better share this show up with somebody today. And don't be selfish. I'm being open and giving it to you. You get to go pay it forward to somebody else by either sharing up a specific episode with them and or sending them on over to warrioronfire.com. That's all I got for you today. Have a fantastic rest of your day. It's Gary J. White signing off, saying love and like good morning, good afternoon, and good night. This is a podcast. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warrior on Fire. On fire. <laughs> Share this with other men you feel need to hear. Don't forget to give us a review in iTunes and subscribe. So, is there a website? Wake Up Warrior. For more information and other amazing content for warrior men just like you, head on over to GarrettJWhite.com now.